Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What it is, welcome to the wise men. Uh, <laughs> We've been recording for about 20 minutes, and EC3 was just dropping gold. Uh, thanks for those really tips well, on yeah. investments. Uh, I literally <laughs> just checked my phone, and I just made $4,000. Thank you, EC3. That's great. And any sort of uh, cancellation things that I said initially yes. are now not recorded to history. So yeah. I am still, you know. We're all in good shape. Yeah, we're all in good shape. So, all right. Oh, uh, so our special guest today is Eric Perez. I think uh, he claims wow. he. Yeah, yeah. I pulled out Eric Perez. Um, Very cool. And uh, he also has a Trevor Murdoch story, which I cannot wait to hear. He said, oh, uh, I spoke to him for about five minutes <laughs> and he seemed like a really nice guy. I said, That's oh, about God. how long Trevor talked to everybody is about five minutes. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, Oh, Murdoch, right? It's a gimmick, bro. Excuse me. <laughs> and I was like, All right. Nice to meet you. I think so. He'll be coming on in a little bit, but uh, so what's what's going? I mean, we were Ari is very uh, and I think excited about uh, President Biden yeah. has has pardoned. We think we think right. Um, we think yes. We haven't, yeah, we, haven't heard, we haven't heard from any of these marijuana misdemeanors, yeah. right? Possession. I, I think yeah. the only thing I can can honestly say about it and speak to is, is I do believe that it helps with people with bad eyesight. Okay. Yeah. I, and I do, and, yeah. and I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm not, I'm really not going to go back on that. I was, well, cause you I, live it. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and like, I, and I truthfully was given it CBD, not THC, CBD, uh, by a doctor in California. And I, you know, I, I thank God every day I do. So I, I you know, didn't the uh, major yeah. league baseball just sign an official CBD agreement with somebody? Did I, I hope so. That correctly yeah. I hope so. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I actually have a uh, I have a weed story I just remembered, yep. and it's from this week. Do you want wow. to hear it? Yeah. Okay. First off, I it should be legal. I do not like weed. I do not like THC. I do not smoke weed. It does nothing for me except make me uh, kind of panic. I do agree with CBD. And it has helped me sleep. It has helped me right. cure injuries. I believe weed should be legal. If you want to spend your life smoking dope and playing video games, so be it. I'll go conquer the world with my my wise men friends. That's fine. That's your choice. Having said that, a friend gave me a little green pill, and I thought it was CBD only, but apparently had THC in it. So I went to Tampa. I took this pill because I need to relax. I need to lighten up. I need to stop being such a psychopath. (laughs) <laughs> I take this pill and You are very out. intense, bro You are very intense Out of my mind, I'm suffering this atrophy in my pack It's driving me crazy I take day So I take this pill Hey, I took the pill, oh, the THC one and I said, no yeah. So now I have THC in my system And I'm like, I don't know what to do I'm alone in Tampa, I'm at the waterfront Marriott Beautiful hotel, Arn Anderson's favorite Yep, I take a walk, right? And I go all the way to the uh, arm, arm house Whatever, I'm walking for hours. I'm like, I don't even feel anything. What a joke. Who cares? And then 
Cinder Mahal is there. And he comes up to me, he goes, hey, brother. And I go, <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, oh my God, I can't talk. He's like, what are you saying right now? And like, I don't know, I took a drug. He's like, I'll let you go. I'm like, let's talk later. Why? Yeah. You know what? So, Jinder Mahal is always around when that type of stuff happens. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, it's exactly. like that's like Jinder Mahal's thing. Now I wow. love Jinder Mahal, the <laughs> Maharaja. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he is America's Maharaja, if there yeah. ever was one. Yep. So one time I no forget doubt. where we were, but it was like me, him, and Drew, and uh, <laughs> I don't even know how it came up, but basically. He was arguing that over-the-counter, like, Viagra that you can buy at, like, a 7-Eleven or something was good. And uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, I was, yeah. Oh, there, there you go. There you go. Snitsky used to like to take those in a Red Bull and then get in the ring. Yeah, that's why I never worked them. That's <laughs> no joke. Their, like, <laughs> no, everyone has their vice. Like, Gene... Could care less about alcohol. Could care oh, less yeah. about any kind of mind altering yeah, stuff. To, I know where you're gonna go. To, this is gross. He was all about. He it. loved his <laughs> pills. Man. Yeah. Yep. But, and dude, and that's, that's a weird feeling to know. Like, really the, the guy feet. you're gonna and, wrestle is yeah. taking pills and a yeah. Red Bull to yeah. get yeah. fired up uh, like that. Right. It just changes the whole <laughs> meaning of grab a hold. You know. <laughs> oh my but, god. But uh, Jinder handed it to us <laughs> to like he he handed us the pill to look at. To ask us if we thought it was good. Like, do you think this is okay? And both of us, without even thinking about it, just assumed he was giving us a vitamin or something, and we both popped it. We just <laughs> it. Yeah. And then he's sitting yeah. there with his eyes. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, thanks, man. And he was like, that's Viagra. And we had to drive in a car for an hour together. And we were, like, freaking out. Like, bro, why would you do this to us? Like, now we're stuck <laughs> in a car together, and I never took anything like that. <laughs> And, you know, we're all, there's no reason for us to even do it. We're in our 30s. There's right, no right, point, right, you know. Right, right. And uh, we're like, Drew's in the backseat going, we're good. Nothing's happening yet. We're okay. Because yeah. like, we're, you know, because no one wants to be the guy. Right. That's, you yeah, get yeah. in a car accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You the know, car the first one it works on, on, right? Well, the car flips. <laughs> bodies are everywhere. Yeah. Right. And you got <laughs> poor Jinder Mahal right. laying on the unconscious with two dead guys with, with hard <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want to go out like that. Jinder fought for his life <laughs> to the very end before the two, the the African Scotsman and the regular Scotsman <laughs> tried to <laughs> him in the car. And he was, we're going to miss him. Yeah, yeah, how do you write? Yeah. How do you put that one together? Yeah, right? how do you yeah. explain that? But yeah, poor Jinder. Like, but then, but what's funny is if you go, it's pro wrestling, everybody goes, oh, yeah, that's normal. Oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah, very right, normal. Right. Yeah, yeah, look that before a, you pop, right? right. <laughs> what, what, what was the big deal? Seriously, what was the big deal? Here's And this is a legitimate question. Now, if, all right, you, you take what you take, you're in the car. If for some reason something pops up, <laughs> why do you need to advertise it? I mean, you, like, look, we've all been in situations. There was this <laughs> awful time in Ireland when I was on a plane. And uh, I won't get into that on the air for fear of, like, I may run for office someday. <laughs> but um, I can honestly like, tell you that ship has sailed. Yeah, you're I done, got you, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. footage. I hate to be that guy. <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate to smash dreams. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you got a better but chance of right. Michael Hayes growing his hair back. <laughs> yeah, right. You're right. Um, well, the thing is, though, it – I don't think it's that big of a deal. Look, I mean, if you, you get something and uh, 
it again, something comes up, you just disguise it. There's ways of disguising it. You, you know, tuck it up, do whatever. I mean, I haven't worn underwear in 20 years, and I've never had an issue with it. And I, I can imagine I, I I underwear. <laughs> Too Look, much, for those bro. Who do wear underwear. You know what? Well, On second hand, you got a great shot at running for office, bro. So there you go. There you go. No, because no. The, the reason right. I don't wear underwear is simply because it saves it's time and it saves space. Yep. I do not need to put on a pair of clothes mm. or a pair of shorts just to put on a pair of pants. No, a pair of pants does just fine. Thank okay. you very much. Well, you know what? Speaking <laughs> speaking of no underwear, uh, my our special guest. Uh, one uh, before I bring him in, one time we were doing uh, this is Deep South. We were doing promos, and I was part of a group called Urban Assault, and uh, Bill would always challenge us to think outside the box, right, with our promos and stuff, and. And uh, Sonny Siaki is is uh, just a star. Uh, he's he's. I was lucky. Eric and Sonny took me under their wing when I got there, and so I was in good hands. And we got to the point where we were just doing some wild, uh, <laughs> some wild promos. And uh, like each one of us, even though we were thugs, we had a secret alter ego. Uh, I was really into Shakespeare and, and being smart. And uh, Sonny was. I knew you had it. In you. Yeah, and Sonny was really one to be an interior designer. And uh, and and Perez was a nudist, so <laughs> so so we're we go in the office to do cut our promo, and uh, Eric was running a few minutes behind, and Sonny and I are getting ready. We're like, "Where's Eric? Where's Eric?" He's like, "All right, guys, I'm here." And he comes through the thing, and he's just has a fanny pack on. That's it. Wow. And wow. and. We're Age trying time. to act. We're trying to act like we don't know that he just has a fanny pack on. Right. And then he does the thing where he's like, "Hold on," uh, and then Sonny drops the microphone. Like, what the hell? He's like, "Oh, let me get that for you guys." You know, he does yeah. the whole thing where, yeah. he, and we're like, "Whoa, hey!" You know, Bill yells, "Cut!" Right. He's looking around his desk, and like Eric's like, "Good, right? Yeah. Good, right?" Yeah. He throws a knife at us and tells Whoa. us to get the <laughs> out of his office. He's like. I can't send this up. Yeah. I can't send this up. And we're like, but it was good, right? He's like, get out. Yeah. All right, without further ado, uh, the great Eric Perez. Eric, how are you, man? <laughs> so so this is why you invited me. This is the kind of conversation you invite me. This is what we do. That this is Fox yeah. News, baby. I, What's I, come in, I come in and all I hear is like Viagra, yeah. <laughs> no so well yeah this you, is well, it's basically yeah. just a locker room bro it's just a little locker room we, we sat in all day we we are literally riding his coattails affiliated with like the top purveyor of news in the united states of america talking about this good to hear yep. from you eric how are yep. you yep. yeah yep. you're no, doing no, that's pretty much hey, hey. <laughs> something we're just the guys I, I, to do it <laughs> this guy right here, this guy, he did something that's Mike Honcho back in the day. Hey, I will dude. not disclose the details, <laughs> but he did something for uh, for Playgirl magazine. That's yeah. Mike Honcho. That's why we don't know about it. He changed his name. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Thanks. Living life. How are you, Great. man? I'm, I'm living the uh, daddy life. I'm living the, uh, I'm a 42-year-old man. I am a, a uh, police officer, and I drive a minivan. Oh, right on. A stylish hey. 2020 minivan. I, I will tell you from being like you know successful within wrestling, I envy that life so bad right now. Like all I want is a minivan and a couple of kids and a legal firearm. Like that just sounds perfect to me. <laughs> Maybe some mace, a collapsible uh, baton every now and then. Yeah, yeah I, sometimes I, 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 to, to spice it up, we use the taser at home. 
<laughs> I'm like, come here, clean your room. Oh, God. Hey, let me, let me ask you. So, Eric, uh, yeah. you were, like, when I got to, and I think a, a lot of the exception of Trevor, because as Trevor will tell you, he never spent the day in developmental. Uh, you know, he was first round draft pick straight to TV. Um, well, you know. of course, yeah, of course. But they uh, didn't have developmental back in the day. I mean, I remember watching <laughs> when I was growing up. I remember watching him. I mean, the matches were in black and white. Uh, Gosh, yeah. I mean, that was that was a long time ago. I was surprised you're still around, bro. Well, you know, that was back when we held a, a headlock for ten minutes. Yeah, he also <laughs> started, he also started wrestling when he was eleven. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> He's a 75 year old veteran. Yeah. So you already had a pretty good career in in Puerto Rico. Uh, you would, I think, you wrestled everybody, all the top guys, and then you came over to Deep South, and you were uh, your psychology and stuff was like you and Sonny together was was a pretty good pairing because you both were accomplished. So me being with you guys was great because I was working with guys who had been there and done that, and you had sold out arenas in Puerto Rico. Uh, and then now you were in the WWE, and then uh, you had you oh you were Dusty's favorite wrestler, yeah, like by far, that. like yeah, yeah. Dusty, like Eric. He could every time Eric wrestled, he stopped what he was doing. He yeah. just liked the way Eric wrestled, and um, and so you were always you always kind of took people under your wing, and in a business that is kind of cutthroat, you never really let that change you. And I always admired and respect that about you. And then. Um, you of course you you finally you you debut. You were like the I think you were the first guy that was managed by Vicky, correct? Uh, well, after Edge, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. After she ran off with it, yeah, yeah. And then she yeah, you yeah. Were with you, and then um, then eventually, you know, everyone on this show has been fired. Some of us twice, thrice. <laughs> uh, and uh, you go into civilian life, and you you made pretty good with it. How were you able to do that? Because a lot of guys can't just let it go. Because you could have went back to, you could have went anywhere. So uh, I've always had a mindset that as soon as you, and we all been through that. Yeah. As soon as you sign a contract with any promotion, but let's just talk about Delia Louis. As soon as you sign a contract with Delia Louis, unless you become Shawn Michaels, Taker, John Cena, Dwayne Johnson, that's the first day of, of when you start that clock where you're going to get fired. Yep. 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 Eventually. 100%. 100%. Eventually, we all we all know that unless we become that guy, we're like professional wrestlers that make it to the WLE represent like I'll say like a point zero five percent of of uh, wrestlers worldwide, and the the percentage that make it to the top level like uh, Cena, The Rock, Austin, all those guys, it's like a point zero 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 two, if anything. There's only like a handful of them. There's like a, a, a million wrestlers around the world. So unless you become that guy, so you know. So I went in with that mindset. As soon as I signed my contract, I'm like, okay, one day I'm going to get a call and I'm going to get fired. And I knew that right from the get-go. So maybe that's why. And I've always been the kind of guy that I do what I have to do. I'm supposed to do what I want to do. People that have money, they do what they want to do. They don't care. I never had money. To this day, I still don't have any money. So I do what I have to do. Now I have I was blessed with uh, Triple Baby Boys back in 2012, and they basically, they're my reason to keep going. I, every single day I wake up at 2.30 in the morning to come to work. You know, on godly hours, some guys say that they're like serial killer uh, schedule, and I, and I come to work, and I go home at the end of my shift and spend time with my kids. We'll be back with much more after this. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So what being a police officer obviously is a completely different uh, world than the wrestling world. And then, of course, you were bumping and working for so long. Was there ever a time you were worried about being apprehended where you're like mad because the guy didn't sell or you throw a working punch? <laughs> you know, like I used to have nightmares about being end up at a club and like go to hit somebody. And I'm like throwing work and punch. like this guy doesn't sell anything. He Muscle doesn't get memory. it. EC3, this guy doesn't get it. You slap your leg. Stomp your foot. <laughs> yeah. before, um, I, before I signed with the WWE, I literally got into a fight at a basketball game, a Cavs game. And it was right after the trial, and I know I was getting signed. I'm talking to this guy in the bathroom, and he's just a dickhead. And I give him the old, you know, opening match pie face like a heel. And I'm like, you know, I had a few cocktails. And then he punches me in the face for real. And I'm like, this dude's stiff. And we're <laughs> like, Hold on. Now what do I do? You went to K-Famous dad. Yeah, I told you, <laughs> grab. I said, grab a headlock and shoot me off. I'm like, what is this guy doing? Uh, you know, I, I always get, um, I always get asked a question um, about that. And I always tell people, like, it's like a switch on and off. We do joke around that if anything were to happen here, I can hit someone with a chair and I'll be justified. Because right. I was trained for 16 years to hit people with chairs. <laughs> and I won't get in trouble. But yeah, it's it's like a switch. I've had a few guys that have, uh, hey, you're going in handcuffs right now, and they try to fight me, or they try to like, you know, push away and all that. I'm like, yeah, you don't want to do that. I just grab a hold of the of the the plethora of holds that you learn in this business that a lot of people might think, oh, you're fake. Yeah, no. If if it were fake, anyone could do it. So no, let let's try this again, and then I grab a hold and. You know, you sit on it for 15 minutes and just wait for the people to come and try to get the crowd going. Oh, yeah, we're talking about police. See, you yeah. are an old school wrestler. <laughs> you are an old school wrestler. He's firing yeah. up the – hey, hold on, Riders. I got to blow a comeback. You know, and now the, now the last time – you and I, I mean, we we basically were brothers when we were at Deep South. We we If we weren't at each other's house – brother anymore? Well, now we're both grown. We're dads now, uh, so you, you can't have it both he ways. You uh, that quick. Yeah. Like, oh, and I had a good and I had a good answer. So we're one of the things, anymore. one of my favorite things about Eric is that he's OCD. So I would always conveniently invite him over when I was doing laundry because I would just leave it on the couch and he couldn't leave it alone. Like he couldn't leave it alone. He had to fold it. And uh, we'd be out going out to dinner, and I'd purposely move salt shakers and stuff around. And while we're talking, he'd be like, I'm not going to touch it. I'm not – and he'd have to touch it. He could not <laughs> right, not right, touch right. it. So it was like my favorite thing to do to him. Right. Like he could be having a real conversation about something, and while he's talking, he'll see me slowly go to move something and be like, why, why are you doing that? Right. And the other thing that he was <laughs> – Eric was absolutely obsessed with the Dave Chappelle show. I mean – Right. Absolutely. The Dave Chappelle yes. show, though, was, was every line. Real, bro. Every yeah. line. That show was amazing. Yeah. yeah. So our catchphrase was two times on the Urban Assault. Two times. Yeah. Two times. Uh, everything was. Everything was two times. And like he would, but he would tell me the jokes like I didn't know him. 
So, right. like, even if, like, he would, he would, he'd be like, hey, man, did you see this one? I was like, yeah, I've watched the same thing. You know, that. We watched and, it last night. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> but it was always, and we were, now, I, people complain about Deep South, but I love Deep South. We trained hard. You know, we were, we were, we were filtered. Like, the, the mindset there from the trainers was you have to earn the right to be there. And they're going to weed out those who don't, who aren't willing to basically die on the cross in terms of work ethic, whether it's two a days, trainings, et cetera, blow up. They're going to make, they're going to find out real quick how bad you want it. Yeah. And yeah. should they invest all their time and energy or something? And I think right. that's fair. And I think we should have more of that. Uh, you know, that's and everyone, how it used to be. Like, you know, that's how, like, that was the standard of training guys was to see how bad they wanted it, not. And we, yeah, and we would be beat up, grizzled, whatever you want to call it. But as soon as we got to that locker room, we're all the fun would happen, you know. And I think that's the that's what bonds. But as we so time goes on, I do I'm do my thing. Eric's doing his thing, and then our paths cross because he got asked to come back uh, to the WWE for a workout after he uh, had left, and I had we had dinner that night. And uh-huh. uh, after his his workout, and uh, I was like, what you know, trying to, and I was, I think I was, and I noticed I was more excited about it than Eric was, right? right. And he, you went home, and then I called him on the phone, like, hey, did you hear anything? You hear anything? And they basically asked him to come back, and this is one of the things that I, I just, I, I respect him so much for this. He thought about it, and he was like, it's not good for my family, uh-huh. and he told them no. Now there's. Uh-huh. And, that to me, wow. but how many? And when you you th- you because sometimes you think you know a guy when you're going through stuff, and he ends up not being that guy, you know, because integrity is rare. Right. Because yep. there's a lot of us that have been like, oh, I got to go back because I have something to prove. You know, yep. I have to show them that they they made a mistake with me. Here's the deal: they don't care. They just need a roster spot filled, and you were available until someone else is more available, you know, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But I always respect how tough of a decision was that for you, Eric? I mean, it was, it, it was a very tough decision. It was not like, it's not like I took it lightly, No. Uh, but I sat down, I, I weighed the pros and cons and I was like, okay, you know, I can provide for my family. But then again, like, I think it was that same year, uh, my first day as a father, uh, I was not, I'm sorry, I'm kind of choking up a bit. I was not yeah. with my kids. I was in Mexico wrestling, and and that tore me up. Like Father's Day, I was wrestling uh, Triple Mania for Triple A, and I was like, "Holy crap!" I mean, first year as a father, and I'm not with my kids. What the hell is this? Um, you know, as it, as as when I have my tryout and 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 I, they did that, they talked to me, and I was like. You know what? I can't really, I can't really come and go as I please anymore. I have kids. Uh, I want to be around. Yes, I want to see their first steps. I want to hear their first words. I want to be there for them. And so far, I mean, I can't. God has been good. Uh, I was able to land a very good job, and I go to, like I said, I go at the end of my shift. I go home and go see my kids every single day, spend time with them, and all that. Obviously, eventually, it's gonna take me away for, for, for a few days for some training or something like that, but it's not going to be like, I'm going to be gone yeah. on like a 18 day tour or like a month tour. Like it would happen in WLE that, you know, we would go and do the, the loop and then we'd go overseas and then we do 15 days over there and then we come back and we end up with TV 
And then we finally get to go home unless you're at that level that you're doing promotional work for the company that you go, you know, like, wasn't there a story about John Cena spending like he used to say he came home on Wednesdays just house. to he came home Wednesdays to unpack, repack, and pay a bill and go. Basically, uh, right? Yeah. Funkasaurus so, was like that. I was doing promotion on top of everything, shooting commercials, move. Yeah. Like, yeah, I literally I, I came home for a day. Pretty much that was it. And I was and I was out. So so when I I, I visualize myself like, you know, my kids growing up without daddy, just listening to me on the phone or, or watching a, a video call, I was like, you know what? No. I want to be there. And I went through the everything, the waking up every night and then feeding them and changing diapers times three. I, <laughs> I did it all. I, I did it all. I mean, and, and to be honest, this is the most gratifying thing I've ever done in my life. Well, aren't we Good all? For you, buddy. Just, Good for you. That's yeah. awesome. Eric, that's the best. Eric, here's a question for you. Um, yeah. And my father just retired in July. He has 44 years on the force uh, up in Massachusetts. Yeah. And, um, wow. yeah. you know, as we're talking about like, the locker room kind of aspect and that fraternal aspect. Do you find yeah. the same thing um, with the police department in now and like in your own way? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Definitely. I mean, there's, you go. So, so you guys that know me, uh, you know, I'm a, I have a very old school mentality, you know, very little filter. I know how to control it and I keep it in check and all that. It's the same type of mentality. Uh, some of the trainers that I, that I train with at the police Academy, they will tell me these horror stories about like uh, crime scenes that they went to. And they're like laughing. I'm like, this is scary. Holy crap. But then I put it in perspective. I'm like, it's the same thing with us. Ah, this guy just got punched in the mouth. They broke the, uh, his, his five teeth. Ah, we laugh it up because <laughs> it's, there you go. You know what I'm saying? It's the yeah. mentality. So, so, yeah, I mean, you'll find the new guys that come in and all that. Everyone thinks that I've been doing this job for like 10 years. I've only been doing this for four years, four years. And everyone believes that I've been doing this for 10 years. I'm like, it's basically the same mentality as I had in pro wrestling, you know? Mm, yeah. That's, that, that's the way that's the way you do it. So, yeah, you do find uh, the same thing. You know, you find the good and you find the bad. There's always the one, the one stooge that is like watching what you're yeah. doing. To go tell the office what's going on, and then you get a call, you know, from the chief's office, and hey, what's going on here? I'm like, nothing. What do you mean? But yeah, there's it's the same mentality. It's just like any other job. Gotcha. What, gotcha. what makes sense. you want to be a police officer? Like, uh, I was out looking of for all the profession. Job stability. Job stability. We're in a day and an age that no one wants to be a police officer. Yeah. Every department That's a tough in gig, bro. That's a tough yeah. gig nowadays. Yeah, every department in every city around where I work in Dallas, they're all hiring. And you you would imagine that, oh, you know, that they're just getting paid $100,000 a year. And everybody's like, wait, what? Yeah. We had like two departments that I just found out. They, their pay raise went up to like one hundred and five dollars and $103,000 a year. That's because lack of not having enough police yeah, officers so, trying to, try yeah. to bring them in? We're short-staffed everywhere. Every department in around the city is very short-staffed. If you do a search, at least in Dallas, and I will tell you this about Dallas, if you do a search in Dallas for police officer work in all of this city, the, these major cities, they're all looking. They're all looking. Wow. And some of them are, are, are lowering the bar, if you will, uh, as far as education, because some, some require that you have uh, at least uh, an associate's degree. Some of them require that you have uh, e either associate or military background 
so that way you can come in. But yeah, they're making it very, very attractive for, for to get new recruits. Wow. To be fair, a job like a police officer, when you talk about what they offer and what they do and what they risk each and every day, like it's nice to hear that the back end financially is being brought up to them. Right. So. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. And, and that's just, that's basically your downside, if you will. That's your downside. That's not including the overtime that you work. Do you get a draw? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I, I, I think I just saw uh, Tony with the briefcase and the thing. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, you know, I, I gave him. <laughs> now, hey, I've given him so much praise, but I need to, I need to bring out some of the darker side. He used to send me a text <clears throat> and we were starving and, Deep South, when he was on, he'd be on the road, <laughs> and he'd be like, "Just got a draw, baby." Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and I was just literally sitting there trying to decide if I got to go to Ryan's with a bag of quarters and some crunched up dollars from under my seat for a meal of food. So I think I was making five hundred bucks a week. Um, hey, hey, at man. The time, we, but, we yeah. all we all went there. Yeah. I mean, we all did. We had Thanksgiving at Ryan's. Like that's that's a buffet. And uh, they brought cranberry <laughs> sauce out for us, and I thought, "Oh, we made it, man. We're good, bro. We on our way." But yeah, man, we we went through that. I mean, it was it was hard times, but it was fun times. Yeah, uh, no, it builds uh, but character. You, you know, but you know very well that I was not allowed to do mocap. You know that. Yep. I kind of got screwed over with that. Yeah, mocap was, was until... mocap was like I got put into mocap before I got to Deep South. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you get like ten grand to be on a video game. Yeah. That, yeah. that was good money. I Isn't never that got that either. I could met? never. They never. They never kind of me. Then it became like a thing, like a certain yeah. click of right. the boys right. had it. You only had to be a those part certain of their guys click. only yeah. got mocap, right? Yeah, Mike Bucci was in charge of the mocap guys. Yeah, like they wouldn't let me go. And then it was passed to, uh, and then it became like, uh, uh, I think the Taylors were in charge of mocap, like, and they put their crew together, you know. But I get there. And uh, all I could do was a couple entrance walks. I did like Mark Henry and like Kali or something. Right. But they're like in the ring to do moves. I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. And they're like, can you do this? Nope. Yeah. Can you do this? I just got here. Like I haven't even got to training yet. <laughs> right, right. So I just sat at catering and like sipped on unsweet iced tea and while everybody was working. Yep. And But the check was the same. So, you know, but I, I did it. I think I did it. I ended up doing it twice. And then. Uh, the rib was on me because the second time I, I was bumping all over the place, but um, <laughs> yeah, mocap was like a little, a little. It was like a little carrot you would get when you're in developmental because you know you get a little extra, you get a little extra cheese or whatever. But yep. um, you know what's what's funny, you know, EC3 is on the other side where he's just he's got himself. I think a cat, right? You have a cat. Uh, no, I got rid of that bitch. You got rid of the cat? <laughs> cat had to go. Hell? See, he's so <laughs> intense on everything. She's such an ass. You know, <laughs> I, no, I'm a loner. I'm a lone wolf. Old, you old. cut all things off. Yeah. When he cut his well, hair, I, he'll cut it everybody off. Like, it was a wrap. Yeah, I really, like, the reason I was in Tampa alone, and I got there, and I'm like, wow, I burned every bridge with every person. I know, sort of rob. This sucks. Oh, well, well. It, plus everyone's gone from Tampa. It's like a ghost town now. Yeah. One time, like yeah. everyone I lived there. Women, mostly, I met mostly women. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mostly. I'll be in Tampa in November if you want to hang out. I do. That yeah, means I do can I stay at your place? I, like, yeah. One thing as a person who is a single guy who's you know lived a really cool and fun lifestyle is like I desperately feel like I'm missing out on the aspect of fatherhood and that purpose. 
Yeah, uh, like, fatherhood you know, so is like, awesome. The problem with fatherhood is motherhood. Yeah, you got to make sure you pick the right. <laughs> that's the, right the big. Hey, that's, that's, K-Fane, K-Fane, yeah. brother, K-Fane. You gotta, you gotta make we, sure we, you get along with the motherhood because the motherhood will make fatherhood a nightmare. So you got because I'll have friends who say, "Man, I want some kids." I'm like, "Borrow mine for the week." <laughs> if you make it all seven days, not a business week of five. If you can make it all seven days, uh, then you're ready. And then, but if you don't have the right partner, it, it's just it's so tough. You know, it's so much tougher, tougher than it, than it needs to be. So, uh, I EC three, I would just bide your time or. You know what? With all the stuff now, flip on the flip side. When you do find the the right person, when you do find the right person, man, like my old lady and I've been together for twenty years. We've got three kids together. Um, She's seen me at my worst and stuck with me. She's a great mom. She doesn't put up with my and like ultimately, when everything else fails in the world, I know that I've got my wife and kids there. And bro, it's a it's a cool f- feeling, and I and I believe Eric can attest to that. Are you talking about your wife? I I thought you were talking about like your nurse at the home, the old folks. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you're 42. It is, it is. I'm 44. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Uh, George is like 55, but it's all good. <laughs> Listen, no, it, it is true. It is true. When you find the right one. Yeah, it's it's it makes a lot a lot of the the heartache and a lot of the the struggles uh, they're they're a lot easier, uh, and you stick through uh, thick and thin with that person and and you make it. But I will say this: if you do, if you are looking for a, a female companion, yeah, don't find yourself a Puerto Rican. They're crazy. <laughs> God knows yeah, I love my wife, beautiful. but she she yeah, they're beautiful. The, the, I mean, for the record, for the record, I'd just like to point out to our sponsors, Eric is Puerto Rican, so I feel like he's an expert. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes, and it's the rest of us have no comment yeah, and thank him and thank them for their service. Thank you. All right, please continue. It's, it's, it's funny because if they see me, you know, if you see me, you don't think Puerto Rican, but then it is what it is. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So one of the, I, I got to, uh, I, and I, how is your dad still, I'm sorry, because it's been a few years since we've actually talked. Is your dad still with us? Yeah, my dad's still okay. with us. So uh, he's one of my, my favorite. passed away back in 2018. Though. Oh, sorry to hear that. But your dad yeah. would come down to visit you. Condolences, Eric. <sighs> and, um, thank you, thank you. and I remember he would be watching, I, he's watching you wrestle and I was sitting with him and he would just, he said the funniest <laughs> one time. He was just watching. He was like, he was such a good baseball player. He's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Eric used to take the bat to the ring. I yeah, remember. No, yeah. Was, yeah. Up for a living. And he no. was just, you should have seen my boy. Oh, he hit a curveball, a fastball, and and I'm like, he's in the middle of a wrestling, like nothing on the moves in the ring, nothing's going on. Yeah. Right. He's just sitting there. 
oh, he was such a good baseball player. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is... And I, 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 I always, of baseball, that always popped yeah. me, man. Yeah. Oh, my son. Yeah, my son's uh, he's doing God. very well. He's uh, he's really he's really excelling at it. Uh, but I think baseball think? is just a means to an end. <laughs> To become a full fledged Jedi, so yeah, he got yeah, his. That's he, awesome. He got his Halloween. Oh, oh, no, there was a video like he just destroyed, uh, like a pitch. I, I, it was like it was just like not even. He he's only it was eleven. Like an adult playing with kids. It yeah, was crazy. He's, he's only eleven, and he gave it a oh. shot, but it bounced right in front of the fence. And he was too busy admiring his work, jogging around first, <laughs> and. You know, and he could have got a stand. It would have been a triple, uh, but he got a stand up double. But and then still didn't believe that it didn't go out. And I remember <laughs> I was like, "Son, how many home runs have you hit?" He's like, "Well, none, Dad. That was my first almost one." I said, "So why were you so shocked it didn't go over?" And he's like, "Well, you said when you hit it, you'll know." And I was like, "Yes, I did say that, but <laughs> that is true." Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I knew." I said, well, he's like, I don't know, maybe I hit a bird or something because there was no way that – like he started making every excuse. I said, hey, you run hard no matter what. Like you run all the way. You you wait for the coach to tell you to slow down. But, uh, and I, oh I, I, but you know, because, uh, yeah, fatherhood for me was different because um, yeah. I I didn't really embrace it at first uh, at all. I I uh, I liked – I don't want to say I liked, but I was, I was – <laughs> Happy just kind of being the guy to come in, bring the gifts, pay the bills, and like be on the road. Like I worked, I was a worker, and and a lot of that had my, you know, I didn't my inability to connect emotionally with people. I think so. It's like you find your role. So I used to get offended when I would hear because uh, I remember uh, Rex. I'm not sure what he calls herself now. I forgot, but uh, Gabby. Gabby, moving on. Yes, Gabby. Yes. Well, when Gabby was Rex. Oh. Moving wow, on. No, yeah. when Gabby I'm was on. Rex. No, I'm not moving on. Yeah. When Gabby was yeah, Rex. That's real. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. No, yeah. no, I was like, who are you talking about? But no, yeah, yeah. He came in the locker room one day. Our friend yeah. Gabby. Yeah. 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 Gabby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gabby had dear, a beard. Dear so sweet long. Gabby. All right. When Gabby was Rex uh, yeah. and came up, we were sitting in the locker room and came up and sat down and said, I can't, you know, I can't do this anymore. And we're like, okay. He's like, I, I need to be a father. I need to be home. I need to be present. I can't, I can't justify, you know, raising a child and being on the road all the time. And I remember I was so offended by that. I'm like, we all, we got kids. Like you trying to say we can't, we aren't fathers, but you know, that's that's just was my mindset then. You know what I'm saying? Because I was so sure the way I was doing it had to be right because it was right for me. But, you know, in growth, you grow up you, and you get older and you realize, you know, that your lone wolf mentality uh, is exactly what it is. And you miss out on a lot of things. And some of those things you can never get back. But I took it so personal. Like, I was pissed about it. And I was just like, I started talking about him. And I was just like, so you had to be a dad. That's why you had to leave. But you're, you're making this great money. You're traveling. You're doing everything you need to do to take care of your family. But... But like you, you're not a real dad unless you're home. And I, I remember being so offended by that. But that was more about me than him. Well, now her. But you know, and it was, and it's funny how you grow because now when you hear that, I get it now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then I still didn't want to. I didn't want to deal with it then. You know, I was and because you, you kind of got to. Here's the one thing about wrestling, and I think this is why it was easy for wrestling is a selfish business. It's not a family mm -hmm. sport, no matter how much you want it to be. 
It's not a, and even a lot of times, a lot of the second generation wrestlers, they're going to try to get a piece of, of the guy that never spent time with them. That they that they that people on the street saw them more every week than they did because they were wrestling and they were famous. So they go into the business, like somehow this is going to make them closer to them, you know. And and so you you see a lot of that, and it's like you some things you can't get back, and you just got to make your peace with it and move on. But um, I still I, I think what you did was was admirable, and we had ego on. Uh, he did the same thing, um, where he became a teacher, and when he was asked to come back, he just decided that. I can't do this because I won't be around my family. So it's a real, it's a real thing. Um, and, um, you know, I, I respect those choices, even though some of us have to manage, like I, I am a FaceTime dad. Like that's what I do. Like I do homework on there. Like I'm, I'm on the road almost more now than I was in wrestling in some cases. And so it, it's tough, but you got to pick your spots and be present. And it's not traditional. It's not always the way you want to do it, but you know, dads make it work. So you know, because EC three, I mean, you're, I mean, but you're it's the a effort, traveler, though, bro. Yeah, like it is the effort. Thing. Yeah, you you go above and beyond to make sure that you talk to your yes. kids every day. You yeah. see your kids in some form, and even though you may not be there, the fact that you are present and that you are interested in what they're doing throughout the day means way more than what you really understand. If you guys knew how much money I spent on V bucks and Fortnite. Uh, uh, yeah. trying to trying to keep up with it like i was on team team murdoch last night and uh the the i got caught up in the storm and then like the my 11 year old was like we got to go back and save dad and my eight year old was like him. he knew there was a storm like, <laughs> i'm like excuse me he made me. his choice yeah Screw like, that guy. no i got i'm not going back you know and then it was like all right guys that's it and then i'll get you for some v bucks are you kidding me Get, you know, yeah. you know, but uh, Man, oh, all I get is a message, uh, uh, an email. Thank you for, for your purchase of like, yeah, V Bucks. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't buy anything. Dad, they were on sale. I'm like, how do you? They were know? on sale. Yeah, how do you know about sales, bro? It's like, well, that, that's what it said on sale. Like, well, I I think every parent wow. in EC3 get ready for this one. Every one of us has got a credit card bill with five grand on it from Apple, <laughs> iTunes, yeah. Nintendo. You know, and it's yep. like, and you see the pattern. They do it once. They get away with it. They wait a few days. Then they'll get another one, get away with it. Then they just go full on crackhead and they just run it up. <laughs> like they just, it's like they test on, the man. waters, test the waters. And then boom, they just fill up. They empty. Like I literally was like, I, I was out to dinner and my car got declined. And I was like, what? And <laughs> the first thing I thought was, what did she do? And, you know, and I'm like, hey, did you take money out of the bank? And she's like, I don't even have your account. What are you talking about? And then I go to look online, and I'm like, Apple, oh, Apple, bitch. Apple, Apple, Roblox, Roblox, Roblox. <laughs> oh, Roblox, that's another one. Yeah, and I got a five-year-old who I'm like, got on face, like, hey, did you do this? Did you do this? I'm sorry, Daddy. You know, and you're like, it's hard. You can't stay mad. You're like, yeah. You know, she's like that. I I didn't know. You know, and all of a sudden she starts playing. I don't know math card. And I'm like, well, your teacher's getting a phone call from me because this, is like, <laughs> it, it was only it was only five hundred and thousand million. I'm like, okay, we, it's not your fault. I got the education systems and I got to yeah, go. It's like, in the gutter. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, but uh, that's part of that's part of the game. So EC three when it happens, man, like you remember you'll. 
your lone wolf running days because uh, everyone here, uh, no, Aaron, you know what? Why do we never think about Aaron when it comes to like a family and stuff? Why? Because there's no need. I'll, I'll take care of myself. I'm just fine. No, 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 no. but his well, you're name... very explicit about not having children too. Like you've said it several, several yeah, times. Aaron don't, so, say, Aaron me, don't share stage with nobody. For a second. Um, I, I will get real here. He literally cried uh, about I, his children, Aaron. We can't get any more realer than that, Aaron. So, well, no, man, I'm talking about coming from me. Oh. I mean, of course you guys get it. I, I, no, like this is just, this is a little glimpse into me. I don't want to pass my DNA on. I, I think, um, you know, they, they say, oh, uh, things run in the family. Well, it's my conscious decision to say, you know what? This is where it runs out. Um, yeah. All you know, things I, must end. You're the godfather, too. <laughs> All yes. things must yes. end with yes. me. All right. Hey. Yes. I am so one and so, cutting off this branch of the family tree for the uh, for the betterment of humanity. So one so one Thank bad you. one crazy uncle and you're just out the game. Oh no, I got way more than that. No, my actually my crazy uncles, that, that's that's fine. That's uh he's he's not not a horrible human being. And, and, and not that I have a, a bunch of horrible human beings in my family. I, I just think like with the way the world's going um, and, and I am going to say like, I think overpopulation is a thing, not that like having, you know, a, a few children would um, would add to that. But I just, in, in my, my own way, like um, I don't think that I would be a good parent. So I have taken steps to ensure like me not being a parent, you know, cause again, I, I still, you know, I haven't like clipped the plumbing or anything, but um, you just don't I, interact I just with any fertile women. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you know, you, you take steps to make sure that procreation does not happen. Right. Ke but this I, I is gotta, where I'm I gotta be, right I gotta be honest with you. Kevin Kelly's getting physically upset here. <laughs> I, I'm looking at him right <laughs> now. Right, the, look on his, the look on his face right now. No, I'm here. not. No, I'm uh, not. Yeah. I, I'm fine. I'm You're, just trying okay? to, yeah, I'm yeah. good. Okay. I'm good. I was just trying to shake <laughs> No, I mean, again, <laughs> this is where I'm at in life right now. Yeah. Look, a year, two years, three years, if I meet the right woman, who knows, I may be singing a different tune, but I've kind of held this. Uh, this notion and, and, and this this thought process for quite some time, and it's not like a I enjoy being irresponsible, although I kind of do. It's fun, but I um. Well, yeah, there's no there's like, no collateral damage. You can do all your choices are your own. There's no consequence. Pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah. A, but that's uh, but I, I I don't think <clears throat> again past my DNA on in the world would be the the best possible choice right now. Got it. Well, you gotta respect that. I mean, to be honest, you you don't do things because society expects you to do them you know you do them because you want to do them and if you don't yeah, want to do it you know him, one of my best friends in puerto rico he decided not to have kids so i respect yeah. the hell out of that to be honest yeah no it's cool and yeah. then sometimes they just pop up you know some of us don't get mm -hmm. it you know 2011 was a hell of a year for me i got divorced and uh i one of the reasons why i got it's, divorced was that i was uh Baron was the word on the street from the fertility doctor, and uh, well, he was full of shit. and absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I had I had three, uh, I got three beautiful eleven year old, well, two two eleven, one will be ten in December, but uh, you know that whoops, hello, so you know that changes it real quick. So um, three magic ones, one plan one, and and but that's my story. So you know you, you do it, but you know the. The best thing happened out of, for me was that I I showed like I always talked about having integrity. I always talked about doing the right thing. But when you when you're performing in front of an audience of one, 
You know what I'm saying? You can take chances and do things and run off at the mouth or go out in a blaze of glory because it's just me. You know what I'm saying? But as soon as you got uh, mouths to feed and people depending on you, it's like you got to deliver. And sometimes, you know, you got to put your money where your mouth is because they they don't understand when you don't have for them and you're not home. Like, you don't get to do both. You know what I'm saying? And you can't yeah. you can't use that as a crutch. So, um I totally get that, but mm-hmm. you know, so I guess the the moral of t- you know, and Kevin, like you're sitting here quiet, you know, you're. I watched yeah. a video of you teaching your son to yeah, work on some yeah, dribbling. Yeah, no, I, and- I'm I'm very very happily engaged uh, to the most beautiful woman in the world, man, and uh, a woman. Well, that's kind of arrogant, like. Well, I, I mean, mean to, you know, to me, <laughs> a woman I've known she, for Jesus, for twenty yeah, the rest years. Of us are all with mud ducks, but I no, guess. I, <laughs> <laughs> to me, the most guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 we, we, I, we I'm got, with a solid no, eight, no, eight and a half, Trevor. But guys. I've known this woman for 20 years, though. You know what I mean? Like, she's... She's always been my family, and I love her. And yeah, yeah. we we have a son. Like she's know, not together. even in the room. There was no reason to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, she's not. She's, she's not gonna hear the, the podcast. She's yeah. gonna hear the podcast. Well, I want to make sure everybody faces. out there knows how much yeah. I love her. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what'd you do? What'd you do? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. Hey, so I had dinner uh, with with uh, Kevin and his fiance last yeah. night, yeah. and uh, we make and he's my boy, so I could tell. Well, you know, Kevin talked a lot. We we before the show starts, we talked about you know uh, President Biden's decision to to free up marijuana misdemeanors, and um, yeah. and uh, he's been taking uh, the CBD. C- CBD. I'm a yep. big proponent of yeah. not not THC. Nothing. Mm. Now we talked but about CBD, this in the last podcast sure. where yes. yeah, was, uh, he basically had to get a retina transplant, which he don't want to do. Well, what what happened? Yeah, I had two retina tears in my yeah. left eye. Uh, one was a football injury, and then one happened right after I left wrestling. So that was two retina tears. I also have something called, and this is real. Yeah, nobody's making this up. No one uh, would. Yeah, thank you. I also have something called keratoconus. Right. Which is basically where you cannot wear glasses. I've, I've had many conversations, you know, about the power of, of uh, God, you know, and, and, and Christ to heal people with Aaron. And, and I, you know, and I believe it's happening, you know, because and I, and I believe CBD is, is a big part of it. And, and certainly the love that I'm getting from my family, you know what I mean? And, 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 and you know, your ability to heal. I, I think it's real. And I, and I think CBD is, has helped me with that a lot. It was either cut my eyeballs out by right. a doctor or Jesus try these CBD Christ. eye yeah. drops. Yeah. So, and yeah. then you got to see through somebody else's lenses. Well, right, you know, yeah. So it was. Yeah, uh, that's, that's creepy. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm. I think it's a miracle. I think, it, I think yeah. it's a miracle substance for sure. I do. Yeah. And it's totally legal, and it's and it's, uh, you know, it's not a hallucinogenic or anything, and it's no. in everything. Now, and it's so. helping you. You're yeah, seeing it absolutely, better. It absolutely is, man. It 100 is, and and the guy's name in, uh, in Los Angeles is uh, Doctor Boxer Walkler, man, and and he. Ref- Refuse to do the surgery. made up. Uh, <laughs> you, you can look it up. Name, uh, if you guys think about yeah, it. it's yeah. Beverly Hills. He's, how did he's that guy the guy I don't know. I don't know how any of this happened. <laughs> like, like, uh, a name like that, he should have been like a fighter. Shavers. Yeah, that's well, the guy who's tagging. Yeah, he might save him. Yeah, yeah. But so I walk into the restaurant, and and all of you guys know me. I'm a bigger than life person. When I walk into a room, people notice. No, you're not. And and. A-Ride turns and looks at me, and I'm like, and I hadn't said anything yet, and he's just staring off, and I was like, this motherfucker don't see me? Yeah. And then I realized, like, oh, shit, he can't see at night. So right. I yelled, 
I yelled, yo, yo, hey, hey, Ryan. And he was like, he was like, oh, hey, there you are. And I was like, I hear before I see, see, man. Yeah. So he sits down and I'm like, man, I made him watch young Dr. Frankenstein scene with Gene Hackman. Like, yo, we got to do this sketch, man. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I I think it'll work too. Yeah. Because it's real. So here's the goal. So in a few months from now, the next time we have dinner in a dark lit place, hopefully with this stuff, you'll be able to see the image when it comes in the room. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it's getting better. And, and, and. The truth is I'm walking around one contact lens in it most times. Right. You know, okay. most times. So, you know, I'm... I'm so, I'm, okay, here's a dumb yeah, question. Yeah. What's the difference between glasses, like I have reading glasses right. on right now, yeah. and a contact for someone with your condition? Okay, so with keratoconus, you, your corneas get to the point where they're not like a, a sphere anymore, right? They're yeah. a cone. Okay. They literally will start to degrade and cone out like a mountain. Okay. So what you need is you need a special, it's called a keratoconus lens to fit over your eyes. G- glasses for a lot of these people will not correct their vision because of the light refraction off of your cornea. Uh, it won't. It it, it it the light hits your cornea like a mountain range. It does not hit it like a you know like a half globe, right, or or a sphere. So you need these contacts. But then when you're out of these contacts, man, you are blind. And most of these people, they can only wear these contacts nine to ten hours a day, which is something that I was told. Like you can be in these contacts for nine and ten hours a day, eleven hours a day. Then you got to uh, take them out. And I said, well, what about what I have to work? I mean, now I can only work 11, 12 hours a day. Now I can only function, you know, in that space. And in the other space, I, I need, you know, I needed help, right? I right. Need, right. So, you know, that's, what, that's why I'm, I'm just very grateful that, you know, my, my family kind of, you know, that they helped me out in a time and space and, and certainly the family I have now. And, uh, and I do. I, I do believe in the power of, uh, you know, of CBD to heal. And, 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 I'm, and I'm very grateful that the guy, instead of, Slicing my corneas off, which is what was yeah, about I mean, to happen. Yeah, you could have got serial killer eyes. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So, well, but, you know yeah. what? Though again, like, huh? It's about your winning, a right, and that's really cool to see. And yeah, you know well, what? That's, th- um, yeah, thank you. And you, you, know, you didn't and, give up. Yeah, and a lot and, of people could have given up and felt sorry for themselves, but you chose to fight it, and I think that's pretty. Well, awesome. you know, God is a big driving force in this, you know, and and I and I do believe yeah. in God's ability to heal, and, and and I and I'm grateful for that as well. You well, know, but- I believe in God's ability to end things, yeah. and uh, we are out of time. <laughs> so for Thank more God. podcasts like this, just like this, <laughs> you can reach us at foxnewspodcast.com. The Lord, forgive me. Hey, Perez, man, great seeing you. Please come back on the show. Uh, yeah, man, whenever you guys want me, just let uh, me know. Awesome. Enough said. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.